Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I am Shay, I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf. I'm Mel, I use they, them pronouns, and I will be portraying Terpsichore, a all-around fun person to be with, and who uses a variety of pronouns. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. So, at the end of last episode, you had retrieved Alusha from under a giant predatory slug by hacking the slug more or less in half. She is now on the floor, covered in a combination of slug slime and slug guts. Well, wonderful to see you all. Yeah. Terpsichore spends the next minute just setting this corpse on fire. Wait, wait, I want to see if I can harvest a tooth. Oh, oh, Terpsichore is not listening. You're going to have to restrain them if you want them to live. (laughs) Okay, I, I don't feel like doing that. Terpsichore is a nice, happy-go-lucky, not-quite-bard with certain anger management issues. <laughs> it is quite difficult to make this corpse catch fire. It is very soggy and slimy all the way through. I'm, I'm very determined. I do my best. Fill the chamber with a wonderful mixture of horrible smoke and a strong scent of burnt slug. Mm. It attracts all of the smaller slugs that you've seen around the place. Oh no. And they are ignoring you because there's this this whole feast of slug guts spilled across the floor that can't fight back. And oh. that's much tastier than your boots. So they are just descending upon the giant corpse and and gnawing at it with their horrible razor sharp tongues. Excellent. Is the slug mother actually their mother? How would you? How have you proposed to do this? <laughs> Roll me a nature check. I don't think Ember cares to know, but like <laughs> Moss wants to know. What's Moss's nature rating? Uh, I'd say fairly high. I've got a good garden. You've got a nature skill if you want to try and figure out the relationship between these many slugs. No, that's okay. Okay. I don't actually. (laughs) Then you don't know. Can we check and see if this water is at all, like, washable in? Can we wash in this water, or is it just, like, 80% acid slime? You can go over and take a look at it. Um, It smells a bit funny. Hmm. It smells a bit vinegary. You also notice that if you get down close to it, not all of the rippling was the slug. It is gently bubbling, sort of gently fizzing. And the air down near the surface of the water feels very thin. Nope, let's not. Let's find something else besides this terrible pond, these terrible slugs. Is it supposed to fizz? Is it supposed to fizz? Does anybody know anything about slugs? Rel sort of no. looks over his shoulder at everybody else. I'm gonna. Would it be nature to try and figure out why it's bubbling? Yeah, nature would be good. I'm not very good at it, but I'll give it a go. Oh, hey, that's eighteen. Judging by all of the stone that's been deposited on the wall behind it, where the water is sort of seeping down to form oh. this pool. Um, you think it's just it's just outgassing. It's just whatever is dissolved in the water gradually bubbling up to the surface. Mm. Mm. Which is probably what was creating the, the staleness in the air when it That's... blew through the wall. Ah. So it might not be healthy to, to stay too near this pond for too long unless until you can get some ventilation going through the chamber. Would that be like slate line? 
what's deposited on the, on the back wall is certainly a form of limestone. Yeah, so it's probably off-gassing carbon dioxide, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's... It, it doesn't smell poisonous, it's just that it's... Yeah. The air is, is lacking in oxygen. I think Terpsichore doesn't understand, obviously, the chemistry of it, but understands that that sometimes when you... That sometimes rock... Sometimes underground water is like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And will and kind of and kind of relate relays that fact says so probably going to make the air air sail. We probably need to get out of here. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not poisonous. It's just not particularly breathable. So we've got a couple door. Well, we got a couple caves and a door. Yeah, you've got the tunnel you came in through. You've got the two open passages, one on the top level and one on the middle. Looks like. Judging from the light that um, Tepsichore's been throwing off, you can see a little ways down, and those look like they're running in the same direction. Hmm. Um, and you've got a, a properly finished and set wooden door at ground level across the hmm. chamber from where you came in. I've got a great idea, which is, hey, with that roll, do I know whether I'm better off going up or down to avoid the bad air? Um, with that roll... You would know that it doesn't make very much difference, except it'll take a while to diffuse outward from the pool. Okay, that's fair. I have a great idea, which is why don't we go back to somewhere less slimy and just have a nice sit down and rest? Because I don't know about you, but I just got licked by a massive slug. <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea. Mm. Yeah. As someone who took an unwanted vacation underneath the slug, uh, I agree with this. Okay, great. Uh, we, we do that, unless, unless you object, then. No, I'm happy. Um, are you going all the way up to the surface, or are you just going back to, to where the old mine joins the new one, where the air is a bit fresher? Yeah, I'm just suggesting we go back like past, past the slug home. Back to more the point where we notice the slug trails. Okay, you can go into the little wood store that you found. That's a nice... You'll see anything sneaking up on you in the okay. little room. It, it's, it's not a huge room. It's maybe 15 feet on a side. It's half stacked with wood. You can sit on the planks. Okay. I would like to take a short rest. That sounds like an excellent idea. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. I rolled a six on my recovery dice. I'm ready to go. Nice. You have more than- we have three. Hmm? I mean, we yeah. have three of them. You can take more than one. I mean, yes, but I didn't want to take more than one if I wasn't going to have to, which I don't, because I'm on 18 hit points out of 20. Oh, hey, same here. Well, I have 18 out of 27, but yeah. While you are taking your, your rest and rolling your hit dice, is there anything else you'd, you'd like to do while you're, while you're resting, or are you just having a sit-down? Very much cleaning my armor and <laughs> trying to get as much slime off of me as possible. Yeah, yeah. You, you did also get... You both got crawled over horribly. Are we in a room full of wood? You are in a room full of wood. Oh, fantastic. I, I'll get a campfire going, don't worry about it. You are also in a room full of wood underground mm. with a known ventilation problem. Mm. And although you are free to make a campfire, I would invite you to consider these facts before you do so. Who stops who stops Terpsichore from making a campfire? Uh, maybe that's not the best of ideas right now. Uh, huh? Why? I like being able to breathe. I don't think that's going to make things easy. Oh. Yeah, I guess it could get smoky, huh? Yeah. As much as I like the idea of... <laughs> burning. <laughs> was that foodie work? Was that atmospherics? <laughs> no, that was something go past the window. That was just a vehicle in the street. <laughs> Sorry. It would be great if it was atmospheric. It'd be really atmospheric. <laughs> but no, that was a van. Okay, so having taken your rest, having 
not lit a campfire. <laughs> and scraped off what slime you can. Luckily, the, the acidicness seems to dissipate reasonably quickly once it's exposed to the air, so it's not, keep, it's not continuing to eat into you. It's just super gross. Would you like to proceed back into the, to the chamber? Do we, do yep. we feel contractually obliged to? How far into the complex do we need to penetrate to earn like 80, well, 160 gold pieces? I mean, she didn't say exactly, but I don't know. I mean, I guess until we find anything dwarven. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what, they, that's what they were worried about, right? You we know? found a dwarven door. Yeah, but we didn't exactly <laughs> go through it. We we retreated after we ran into the giant slug. We're I'm in also right now. I mean, we are in the storeroom, but. It doesn't count. I'm also extremely curious as to what's down there, so I would enjoy going further. Although y'all have just met me, so I understand if uh, if that's not particularly motivating. Mm. Sorry, I mean it's fine. I'll, I'll trust you. Yeah, I mean I I'm a little curious too. I have to admit. I'm curious. So my vote is to continue to press on. All right. Same here. Okay, you squeeze your way back through the still uncomfortably small dwarven mining tunnel. <laughs> back to the big chamber where you survey your your victory over this giant and now Severely charred slug corpse. Mm. Oh, I'd like to add all of this um, to the little map sure. I've been drawing on that paper. Yes, make a big, I don't know, a, a large note, giant slug. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Bracket. Basically, the, the, the smaller slugs are feasting upon it. Just in case there's like, you know, giving all of these small slugs. A gigantic meal makes problems down the line. I feel like we should still probably note this. Mm. Yeah, I could, I could see your point. You have an opening on the upper level um, heading off to the left. You have an opening on the middle level heading off in the same direction. And you have the, the, the properly finished door on the far side of the chamber. What would you like to do? How about we try that door? Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. Okay. Um, who's opening it? I will. Are you just going to pull it open? Uh, well, since you asked that question, um, <laughs> I am not going to just yank on this dwarven door, no. Um, can I... Uh, I don't know if they'd be booby trapped, but can I check to make I sure? I wordlessly just... hand you my. I wordlessly hand you my six foot quarter staff. Thanks. I don't have an eleven foot pole, I'm afraid. Ah. <laughs> um. No. Can I just check the door for traps? Yeah. Um, please. Please okay. roll investigation for me. Alrighty. Uh, eighteen. There is indeed a trap. Haha. You you can see that threaded through the little space at the top of the door, uh, there's some rope that's been placed so that when you pull the door open, probably something is going to drop on your head from the other side. Okay. Feeling more like this is a prank than an actual trap. Uh, can I disable this? Yeah. Um, how would you like to do that? Um... I, I guess I'll cut the rope. Yeah, you can go ahead and, and spend a minute or two sawing the, the knotted ends off the rope so they're no longer trapped behind the door. And as you cut through them, you hear this loud, heavy thumping noise from the far side of the door as something sounds like rock hits the ground on the other side. 
Ben, are Determine. we in Dwarf Fortress? Is it both safe? <laughs> no comment. Are we about to encounter <laughs> engravings of a dwarf staring at a masterwork wheel of cheese menacing with obsidian spikes? <laughs> you are not this time. <laughs> but thank you for giving me the ideas. <laughs> okay, from the sounds of it, that could have been a rockfall trap or it could have been a cage, so be wary. <laughs> I will be wary as I open the door. You open the door, there's... It's quite a lot of rock, actually, although it was a makeshift trap. Hmm. You know, a net full of rocks up there. It has covered the floor enough to make it awkward to pick your way through, and, and you're glad that you were not underneath it when it fell. Um, you are standing in... Where is my... This is my map, you don't This is not a battle map, this is just a... So I know where you are. Oh. Um, you are in an, a continuation of the same kind of carved mining tunnel that you were, were in before. Um, about five foot wide, arched roof about five foot high in the middle, so it's quite cramped for several of you. All right, let's uh, keep going. Keeping an eye out for traps, now that I, we have barely escaped being uh, hit with a bunch of rocks. Yeah, thanks for catching that one. Yeah, good one. Could you roll me a perception check? Yes. 24. Cool. You move along this passageway, which is slightly winding for quite a long way, two, three hundred feet. And it's rising as you go along, but the whole passageway is, is climbing. And there's a definite slight breeze against your face of fresher air now that the door's open, flowing through. Hmm. After two, three hundred feet, you reach uh, an end. And this time, the door that you can see in the wall is at the end of the corridor, is actually a rock door. And the, the floor is, is lightly dusty, just from having been abandoned for a long time. So you, it, it's not the easiest thing in the world to spot, but you do spot, before you step on it, that the patch of floor right in front of the door has little inch-wide holes spaced through the rock. Ah, uh that's not in keeping with the rest of the floor. Okay. Um, can I open the rock door without standing over the holes? No, you, it's, you, would, you would have to be standing directly above the holes in order to open the door. Um, does anybody have a shield I could stand on? Um, yes? No. Yes? Yes. No? Yes. Wait. Would you like to stand on your shield instead? If you're reluctant to... I do have a shield. Yes, okay. you can stand on it. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you. I couldn't remember if I took one, and then I couldn't figure out where to find it on D&D Beyond. And then I That's found okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to stand on Ember's shield and um, being like careful not to get their shield like dirty or whatever as much as I can. I'm going to try to open the door. Okay, unfortunately, as you step onto that patch of floor with the holes on it, um, it shifts slightly underfoot and there's a clicking noise, and I need you to roll a dexterity save. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, that's a 12. That fails, unfortunately. No. going to roll the dice for you. Not even a rogue. Shouldn't happen. Yeah, uh, that is going to be six piercing damage as iron spikes shoot up from the holes in the floor. The shield didn't protect me. The shield, you didn't get as far as standing on it. You were still walking forward towards the door. Oh, I, I meant I was going to put it down on top of like the spikes and stand on it before I opened the door. You, you didn't have any visible spikes. You, you haven't reached the door. The... This is before you... Oh, re- oh, there are bonus spikes. When you step onto the patch of... Yeah, this is sort of five feet worth of floor. Oh, and okay, as soon as you step onto that, spikes. Okay, that's no, that's fine. I misunderstood what it looked like. That's okay. All right, Sorry. okay. I am uh, <laughs> real is deeply unhappy about these spikes and stumbles back. Okay. I'm open to ideas. How is this door? Does this door have like a ring handle, a knob, a latch? Is it just, like, unsecured? 
yeah, it has a a ring set into it. It's one of the the very finely balanced dwarven rock doors that mm. they you know it, it probably will swing open quite easily despite its mass. Like my question is, my question is, does it? Like, I guess if it's the same design as the last one we went through? Question mark. No, the last one okay. was just it was a, a well made, but it was just a wooden door. This is a proper. Now you are coming into our. So this, so there's a five five foot patch of floor in front of the door. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna just bonk. I'm just gonna just I'm just, I'm just gonna bonk the door with my quarterstaff and see if it just starts swinging open. Mm, you bonk the door. It mm. sounds hollow. It does not start swinging open. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> Anybody I... have mage hand? <laughs> Oh, oh, there's a point. Oh shit, I forgot, I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> I need to develop a distinct character. Um I could I could levitate two of us across the floor. You forgot you can make people fly? Ooh, actually, come to that. Hmm. Hey Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I want to ask you this. Can I can I message you instead? Because I want to keep this a secret until it happens. Cause... Yes, go for it. Oh, Rill gives Ember back their shield. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me borrow it, even if it didn't quite work out. Wish it had been more help. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure whatever dwarves built these are retroactively pleased that they've injured a drow. So the levitate idea is the good idea, but Terpsichore is very excited <laughs> by a way less good idea. Terpsichore says, well, I can get... I figure it's a pressure plate, right? Rather than something about the door itself. Uh-huh. I can get across that side, and then I can... Like, bring a rope across, and I can, like, open the door and secure it to something on the other side, and you can kind of, like, you know, rope pull your way across. Do you see what I mean? If you can fight, if you can, like, I don't know. I can get across. I, I see what you mean, I think. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe when you get, can you, could you open the door and get onto the other side and try and find a way to disarm the trap? Yeah, okay, cool. I'll do that. Um, and then Terpsichore bends down and starts taking off her boots. And after a minute of that, uh, kind of just flexes and her hands extend, her, like, hands and feet extend into these, like, long, like, knife-like digging claws, like a mole's claws or something. <laughs> and she gets shorter. And like these are like rough hewn walls. Yeah. We're yeah. still in Yeah. These have just been pickaxed out. Yeah. And she just kind of climbs up like on the edge of the wall and uses her and uses her claws to stay like at a sharp diagonal angle instead of actually stepping on the floor. And and claws her way over, and then leaves like two of her feet and one of her hands in the thing, so that she can reach out and open the door. It takes a little bit of, of care with your balance to manage to balance on the wall and also open the door. Mm. Gets a little hairy, but you you manage it. You it it's it it takes a little bit to get it going. It hasn't opened in a long time, but once you give it a good yank, it does swing open towards you and you can go through the door to what on the other side is nicely finished walls, floors, arched ceiling. It looks much more polished and lived in on the other side, although still full of, of undisturbed dust. Nice. And, and a Good. layer on the floor. I'm going to extend that spell as well. Okay. 
So yeah, I kind of like open it and then I gesture and I'm like, it's Dwarven Halls. I don't know what we were expecting. Do you want to invade the graves of these dwarves? Yeah. <laughs> Rill opens his mouth. Ember <laughs> says yeah, and he closes his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we are keeping our ghost count as an undefeated zero range. I mean, listen, honestly, at this point, I've killed a slug. I'm up for it, but I just want to make sure you are. Let's, I mean, yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're all dead, so that's the problem. Their opinion cool. doesn't count. Mm. You're a very particular kind of paladin. <laughs> well, we don't take anything when we go in there, okay? We just look. I'm good with that. I think that's what they call foreshadowing. <laughs> look, um, and I'm kind of going to cast around and look for if I can see I have literally Terpsichore has not thought this far ahead as to what she's going to bring to bear to this situation to help everyone else get across cool, could you roll me an investigation check <laughs> oh good, it's a good thing <laughs> also are you still clinging to the wall or have you like gone through the door now oh uh, yeah yeah like I'll step on the floor on the other side in case that Nothing triggers anything on the Fantastic. other side. I just wanted to know whether I should raise the, the DC based on you being stuck to a wall. <laughs> um, no, that's fine. I'll even... Um, I'll, um, I'm going to, like, grotesquely, like, change shape to look like a particular... I, I kind of look like... A, I look like I've just turned into a werewolf, which I'm sure is going to be reassuring to everybody. I mean, we have Alusha. So I haven't actually seen Alusha Wolf out yet, so I don't oh, know yeah. anything about Yeah, yeah I, I believe Ember is ignorant of the wolfiness. Oh yeah. <laughs> didn't some like didn't someone catch me earlier when I was Yeah. Trying hey to, Ember, one of your traveling No, I mean like when uh when I was like testing out my No, the 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 innkeeper nearly saw you and you turned around just in time. Oh yeah, and the same. Okay, so, almost, so no one knows. You were fast enough that you... No, no one knows. <laughs> well, your traveling <laughs> companions do, because you told them, but you haven't told Ember yet. That's right. Uh, I love this game. It's a good there, game. There, there's a... You're a wolf? Now. Oh. I mean, and then, like, my features kind of shift again, and I, and I swell up, and I swell up, and I look like a... Uh, I don't know. Um, I look like, uh, no, I actually, I, I'm going to shrink down. In, I'm going to like shrink down instead and kind of bulk out a bit, and I look like a dwarf instead. And I just oh. kind of shrug. And I say, "No, I'm a sorcerer." And it's a start <laughs> something, some way to help it. I'm going to start looking for some way to help everyone else across, but I don't really say that. I just start. I just start. You start doing it. Yeah. Um, Did you roll investigation for me? I think I did just roll this dice, um, but then I picked it up again. I'm not sure it was going. I'm not sure it's going to be particular. That's all right. You can roll it again. It doesn't matter. That's fine. It's an 18 this time. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a lever. There's a little lever switch in the wall by the door. Cool. I like walk off most of the way down the corridor, and then I walk back, and then I see the lever because obviously I was looking away from the lever until then. <laughs> I say, "There's a lever here. Should I pull it?" And then I pull it. <laughs> there is a loud, complicated clunking noise, and the patch of floor with the holding kind of drops half an inch, and then there's nothing. I think I activated the safety in the lot. I take a deep breath, and then I say, I guess I should have the courage of my convictions, huh? And I take like a very quick like run across the plate. <laughs> nothing happens. I take a bow. Well done. Could you could you not be in that shape right now? What? what oh. Yes, please. I say, well, I don't know. I mean, it might make the guardian spirits of this place possibly be more, more well inclined to us. They also might think it's rude. 
It's a 50 50, I'll grant. However, as I think you'll agree, the designated mm, face of this particular uh, courier team. I'm willing to take. Oh, I don't know. I suppose you are a ghost expert. Um, hmm. Well, if anything gets mad at us because it sees you, change out of that, I guess. Until then, yeah, you're right. It's a 50 50. So. Yeah, great. Cool. I'm a dwarf now. Great. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Good. How long does that spell last? It lasts for two hours, my friend. Nice. <laughs> because I, as mentioned, am a sorcerer. And as mentioned, I extended the spell. <laughs> okay. Are you leading the way? Uh, what, you, you are... What, once you walk across, you are in... I mean, these are less narrow and less low-ceilinged. I, I mean, they're clearly real, made for dwarves. Uh, real and Tipsicory could both... Like, is it wide enough we could travel side by side, like two people? If you're friendly about it. Like, you'll be pretty much shoulder to shoulder. I mean, considering our current height differences, I think that'd be alright. Doable. Wait, how tall are you? I mean, Rel's like 5'5", but you're also in the shape of a dwarf, which means you're, like, way shorter, right? I'm probably even shorter than I normally am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You you don't have to be in single file anymore. It's just... Notably right. built on dwarven proportions. Hey, Ember, are you generally relying on a torch or on my produced flame? Because if it's the latter, then, I mean, that's fine. Um, well, I can... If, uh, if I had to drop produced flame, I will go ahead and light the torch. No, I don't have to drop produced flame. It's not a concentration spell. Oh, okay. Um, I mean... It, it would just um, in case it becomes relevant later on, particularly because you use a shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one I'm person ha- who doesn't have dark vision <laughs> and also uses both hands. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, like, make you have to keep casting light for me, but also... No, no, that's until, fine. Until... You do not need. You do not need to persuade Terpsichore to conjure fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So it's. It, I think it's. I think yeah. It'll be. It'll be real. We can walk. We can walk side okay. by side. All right. Okay. I, uh, you said there was something else in this. We we had opened up into something. You you have opened up into a, another corridor into into a finished corridor. Um. Uh, there, there is immediately opposite the door that you've just come through um, a small room much like the one you took a rest in earlier but more finished and which again is half full of wood and then the corridor continues to your right okay let's uh, let's go right then you go about 20 feet and you reach uh, another door on your left the corridor clearly continues in front of you for some way and there are openings on either side and then the, the first one, um, the, the the stone door is ajar. I will try and peek into it. It looks like it's some kind of office, or, or was at one point. There, there's a desk. There are some shelves along one wall. There's a chair. Uh, what do y'all think? Poke into the office, or? Are there any, are there, does it look like there are any books in the shelves or scrolls? There looks like there is one book sitting right in the middle of the desk. Ember would very much like to go take a look at that. Sure. Um, Looking around, looking at the, the dust on the floor, on the desk, on the book. You are probably the first person to set foot in here for a hundred years. This looks like it's lain undisturbed since it was abandoned by the dwarves. Rad. The book is notably old. It crackles as you open it. And the first 
pages are all well they're written in dwarvish do you read dwarvish i thought i did but it occurs to me i took elvish instead and it's my other character that speaks dwarvish <laughs> okay so uh, what yeah. you see is tables or charts of some kind you, you can't read what's written but this looks like it's accounting and, and as you flick through it it's huh? just more of the same until the final written on page before it all goes blank and that one is a piece of writing i um is it, if it's just numerals i can read it i can read all dorvish oh fantastic <laughs> come have a look if, at this if if we're sharing of course yes, i mean i, would, I, I have to be nearby for light Oh, that's right. That's true. Okay, yeah, I'll just sort of read over, uh, read over their shoulder. Um, I am going to send you because you can read Dwarvish a link to what you are reading. Ooh. That that is what you read. You can share it or withhold it as you see fit. If it's if the um, tables are accounting, I can genuinely read. The new just numerals. Um, yeah, it was um, not so much financial accounting as production. Stock tracking. taking. Yeah. Yeah, stock taking. How much are we digging out? How much of of the ore are we turning into iron ingots? That kind of thing. Your manager dwarf. This was. This was. This yeah. is. <laughs> you found the manager's office. It's important to have a manager, but they will require a small office with a chair and a desk. They may demand a statue if their stature raises. There does oh. not appear to be a statue in this office at first glance. Is there a wardrobe? Is there a chest? There are some shelves. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they'd implemented shelves. There are some shelves which have um a couple they they're not heavily stacked with stuff um do they menace with spikes they do not menace with spikes there's 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 like an ink this bottle such disappointment there's some blank paper up there there's a couple <laughs> of volumes much like the one that real is reading um which if you take a look at them those are full right to the back cover with accounting <clears throat> figures Real doesn't need my light. I'm going to kind of wander over to the shelves. I'm just really curious to see how the ink is doing. It is totally dried up. That's probably what I should have expected. I put it back. Ben. Yes. Um, do I know anything about Loderal? Um, roll me a history check. I have expertise. What does that actually do? I think it adds something to your proficiency, but I don't. It gives you double proficiency. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh... Wait, are you a class rogue? Rogue no. Okay, never mind. Um, that's going to be a 22. Um, I will, just because you haven't read this out loud yet, I will send you a, a whisper okay. message. Okay. Oh boy, more really fun stuff from this journal. Oh, I see. Do does anybody use that? No, it it, okay. it is in status the same as this one. Oh, I see. This is so cryptic. I love it. <laughs> I love how you've read none of this aloud. Nope. Uh, Rill has, I, mm, yep, he, he reads all this and then reads it again and he sort of just sits on the desk and slumps and just, <sighs> They had 600 of something. This is, um, it's a journal. 
or this this part of it is at least. Did you learn anything interesting? Yes, but they um they were leaving. We were attacking them and they had to leave. They collapsed the tunnels. Mm. Hey, Rill. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, Rill twitches, and then uh, I'm 110. Well, I mean, there you go. Yeah, all of the guilt, none of the bloodshed on my hands. Terpsichore takes out her pipe and starts to play. It's it's a mournful song, but in a sweet way. Something that could could almost be a lullaby instead. Just to kind of fill the dead air. As Terpsichore plays, it echoes off the hard walls of this chamber and then down the corridors and the way the echoes move you could almost believe that there was another pipe playing somewhere in these abandoned chambers <sighs> just for a moment does my music make the world better than it was yeah it's thank much you better. do i get inspiration sure i don't know it's... what you're inspired to do but sure <laughs> <laughs> that was a mechanical question. <laughs> no, that was a mechanical answer. Fantastic. I think I carry the. I, I feel like it's more. I carry the weight of this moment in my heart. Um. Yeah. Hey, let's move. Yeah. Rill's going to close the book and put it in his bag. Okay. Oh, do you do that surreptitiously? No. Real? Yeah. I'll put that back. I'm not going to keep it forever. I'll leave it when we leave. I just... All right, sure. For now. you take anything else before you leave this room? Nope. Okay. As you continue exploring, you find more rooms. One of them is, is neatly stacked with tools, pickaxes and measuring sticks and carpentry tools for the, the wooden supports. You find a large chamber, which is substantially stacked with broken pieces of rock and rubble of which none of them have the bluish shade of the iron ore that they were digging out here these all look like waste rock towards the back of that there are some stairs a set of spiral stairs going down but if you explore those you find that after about a story or so distance the waste rock, which presumably used to be carried down here for dumping outside or in another chamber further on, has instead been used to block them up and you are, your, your passage downwards is stopped by rubble. Opposite to that room is another one of equal size and this one does still have iron ore separated into various sorting bins and, and some large doors at the side of the room which open out onto a, a much bigger chamber um, which is two stories in height would you like to explore that larger room or do anything else i'm gonna leave the journal on some of these large rocks okay you do have pencil and paper if you wanted to make a copy before you leave it yeah, 
I will. Okay, you take a few minutes and just copy that down, which is easy enough for you while the others are exploring because you don't need light. Mm-hmm. The largest chamber that you find has four large, I mean, these are 10 foot on a side cubes, large structures spaced across underneath a balcony level so that the ore presumably could be brought out of the sorting area and, and dumped into the top of these structures. And there's another room off the balcony which has some wood and a lot of charcoal in it. I don't know how mechanically minded any of you are. I... You would know about this, actually, yes. Um, Ember, you would recognise, although these are very large, these four structures are smelters. Okay. And you can see that there are chimneys cut off through the rock to carry away the, the smoke. And the there fumes. are what? I didn't hear you. There are chimneys. Ah. Carved in the rock, so you to to carry away smoke and fumes. Hmm. Um, obviously, all the smelters are cold and have been abandoned for a very long time. If you continue looking, um, there's a wider corridor that takes you out of the smelting chamber, and you can see tracks in in the stone. And as you move along, you can see um, a truck. Just a wooden wheeled vehicle that just runs back and forth in these tracks that could be filled with ore. Uh, you find a little rest chamber. At least you guess it's a rest chamber. It has a couple of tables, a dozen or so chairs. It has a little well in it, which if you take the time to look down, that, that does appear to still have water in the bottom. And it has a small screened off area with a bucket in it. I don't know if you want to do anything in, while you are in any of these places. Um, not especially. Okay. Are you, are you continuing to explore? I don't want to run you through the whole place if you're not actually exploring it. I mean, that's fair. Um, I think, I guess, how, how long has this taken us so far to kind of um, these places? Given that Rill took the time to copy. You've probably spent 20 or 30 minutes exploring. It's not large, but you've been moving not particularly fast because you've been looking around you and, and figuring out what things are and, and what used to happen here. Okay. Uh, this wide corridor that you're, that you're on um, is going to turn a corner in a minute. No. Oh. Ooh. I think around this time... Um, Tepsikri might kind of like, you know, turn back to address the party and say, okay, so I feel like we certainly fulfilled our obligations, right? They wanted to know, are they safe in the near future? And it seems like it. I mean, if you want to keep looking, we can keep looking. I think we can keep looking. Yeah, I'm certainly game to keep looking. At least for a little while, yeah. Okay, let's go. You follow this wider corridor up, it it turns by right angles, and you are looking down a long, straight flight of steps on one side of the of the corridor, and on the other side, there are four of those wooden trucks, but they are all piled in a heap at the bottom of the slope. And here at the top, you have the mechanism by which they used to be raised and lowered up the slope. Um, but the chain has rusted through and they've just fallen and, and run down at some point over the last century. You can hear the sound of running water from further down. Mm. Hmm. Can, can we get down there? Like, is there somewhere to go while we're... Yeah, there's the, the stairs are not damaged at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you have the option of stairs. It, this is a sort of, there's dual running. There used to be cargo on one side and people on the other. Oh, right, that makes sense. Okay, um, let's... So you can, you can walk yeah, down let's the stairs. 
go down the stairs. They're dusty as everything else is. Yeah. They're not as worn and rounded as some of the places that you in particular have been, but they are slightly worn. These were definitely in use for a while. At the bottom, you find another very large chamber. Um, but you also find a river. There are stone jetties that have been built out or possibly dug in from the banks of the river. There's nothing pulled up to them now. There's just the river flowing past the bottom through the darkness and a lot of blank stone floor. You do see uh, signs of another door on the far side. Not the far side of the river, on the far side of the chamber. Is this... Would these be the river gates? Um... Or is that something... Uh, would, would I re- realize if that was or not? Um, roll... Uh, what would this be? I mean, you have been mapping as you went along, so let's call it an intelligence check. Okay. Dirty 20. No, wait, I read yeah. that wrong. Uh, oh, no, I read that right. Sorry, that was... I couldn't tell if that was an 18 or a 16, but yeah, that's a dirty 20. Um, yeah, you, you are... You have... The passages have been winding and you've climbed up some and you've then come down some more stairs and you're in the right sort of place for this to be the river that flows out through the river gates. You can't see any daylight, but but it, it seems likely that the river gates are, are downstream of here. Ah. You mentioned that thought? Uh, yeah, I, I think these might be the river gates. I could swim down and have a look. How strong is the current on this river? It's fairly fast-flowing. If you stop and have a look at the river, you can see that it's running through a a carved channel. This isn't a completely natural river flow. The dwarves have sort of directed the flow inside the mountain to bring it where they want it to be, and and then presumably Mm. somewhere close by, out to the surface. but the walls, now that it's been left and not kept cleared, are thick with some kind of dark, loving water weed that's just furring up all of the sides and would probably provide a certain amount of grip. So if, if you couldn't swim against the current, you could probably laboriously drag your way back with your head above water. I mean, I can swim against the current. That's fine. <laughs> Are you jumping in? Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm looking more to. Um, uh, sorry, who was it that figured out about the real? Real. I'm probably looking to real, like genuinely, like, do you care? Do you want me to? I don't seem at all concerned at the prospect that I'm going to be like, you know, dragged under by the current or whatever. Right. Um. Okay, if you want to, you can. Just be careful. I. The journal mentioned something about that, but... Uh, I mean, I doubt there's anything left on the other side, but just be careful. Okay, sure. I say, not at all concerned by this terrible foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll uh, strip down again to, like, you know, my shift and... Um, drawers, I imagine. Um, for getting on medieval on that. Um, and I uh, grow gills and flippers and jump in the and jump in the river. Nice. It's very cold. Uh, I think that's that's probably all right. Probably fine. Um, the first thing that you encounter is mm-hmm. that parallel with the wall at the edge of the chamber. Mm-hmm. There are some heavy. It's like a heavy chain net the top of which sits just below the surface of the water. Um, it, it, it'll be easy enough to pull yourself over. Um, just, it is there. Okay. This is fine. Um, I guess I'm going off, like, down, down river, right? Because it, cause it yeah. flows to the gate. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that, yes. I won't go, like, super, super far if it turns out we're really far away. You, you travel only actually five or ten feet before you discover that 
the dwarves have made use of possibly some kind of wall of stone spell, possibly some other trick. Um, there's a towpath along the bank of the river, um, ah. cut into the rock the same way that the river channel has been. Um, but there used to be foot access here as, as well as the river. Yeah. If you continue down, how good is your dark vision? What have you got? 60 feet? Uh, 60 feet of dark vision, yeah. Yeah, you will, you will find yourself unable to see either way you came from or an end, but around that time you will start seeing a faint glimmer of daylight from downstream. I think that's good enough for me. It's probably going to be easier for me to haul myself out of the walk back as far as I can walk. Probably. It, it, it's not difficult to, to do that. It's, you leave damp, slightly webbed footprints where no foot has trod for a hundred years. Yeah. And I'll... Um, Acquire dust shoes. Yeah, that's fine. I have to jump back in the river to get that last bit, right? There's like a barrier between the chamber they... Yes, they, they, they have built a barrier and you will have to swim maybe 15 feet and climb back over the chains. That's, that's fine. I mean, I have yeah. a... Th- 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 you have a swim speed, so I'm willing to say that you can just... You can pull that off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get back up. Um, I'll get back. I'll get. I'll return to people. This is probably took me like five minutes. I wasn't like out long, right? Yeah, five ten minutes. I mean, you, you didn't want to be gone long, so yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll just and I'll just report back like, yeah. Um, there's a towpath. There used to be like a a full on. This used to be a canal into the um into this this place real was nervously like t- fidgeting the entire time uh <laughs> did, did you see anything uh particularly over there yeah i mean uh i mean you were right it is it's it's the it's the old it's the old canal and towpath up from the gate that we saw towpath yeah like if you think it's like a canal and then you walk alongside it and you have like a a donkey to drag the canal up against the river. Oh. But it's easier to do that than to bring a cart down. So it works out. I mean, yeah, the barrier is not very wide even. Like, it's just a barrier across the towpath. Mm-hmm. There, you could probably see. But I could see the daylight down the end, so. If we're this near an exit to the... Um, then... Probably not too much danger of ghosts or anything here. That would be my guess. I mean, if you wanted to exit this way, I don't know. We, I could try going all the way down and seeing if I can open the gate, but it feels unnecessary. A little bit. Yeah, I, I have no particular interest in exiting this way. Yeah, we can just go back the way we came, I think. It might be about time to leave then. We've been down here, what, like an hour? More than that, because you fought the slug as well and then took an hour's rest. No, no, I just mean, I just mean in the actual... Oh, in the, in the more finished part, yeah. Vaguely coming up to an hour. Yeah, all right. I'd like to, like, sleep in a rubber bed. We can probably take the time to, like, look down the other mine shafts a little bit on our way back. Just in mm-hmm. case. Out of due diligence and whatnot. Yeah, I I am down for that. Okay. So you, you leave behind the, the river flowing through its darkness. You climb the stairs, pass back through these abandoned dwarven chambers where they're not, now there are footprints, but it's almost creepier knowing that the only footprints here are yours. Mm. The The trap that you disable doesn't bother you on the way back. You just step right over it. Just before we get to that trap, mm-hmm. ask Ember to light a torch. Okay. And just try and usher Ember and um, uh, Alicia on ahead a second and try and, like, you know, grab a private moment with Rill. Do you, do you let yourself be pulled aside, Rill? Uh, okay, yeah. Um... I think Terpsichore looks a little awkward, like 
like he's not confident of himself doing this but he says but he just like you know just like at least far enough away to be at least notionally private just says it's sacred to find things and bear witness to them and and we can be more than what we were and sins can be forgotten and guilt, and guilt can be washed clean and he's going to take the amulet from around his neck it's not a big thing like a lot of people wear you know i imagine a lot of people wear like you know pendants with their god symbol on it or whatever yeah fairly common i don't know if real like he doesn't hide it so i don't know if real would have noticed it before like but it doesn't actually have a feather on it it has a sign of a star hanging low over the horizon. The symbol of the Dawn Star, a god who died a long time ago. And he'll kind of hold it out. You should touch it. Rill raises an eyebrow, but reaches out and gently touches touches it. And then Terpsichore says a few words in a language which isn't common or elvish. Um, I don't know what you speak. Let me just check, because I know what you're... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ben knows what I'm speaking. I know what you're speaking, and I don't... It is, it is not a language that Rill would recognize. That's fine. So yeah, it just says something... <laughs> In a str- in an unfamiliar language, it sounds like a it it has the cadence of a prayer. Judge lo ho kuf mu mi yikoinish toch yashoch ibokach ibokka i yicho nish. And yeah, in this awkward moment, says for you. In this dead place, says a dead prayer to a dead god. And then kind of puts the amulet back on and kind of tucks it away, looking very embarrassed and awkward. Thank you. I, I don't know if that did anything. I, But thanks. They have... The journal mentioned... A god I, I don't know about, the gentle brother. Rill, could you roll a religion check? Mm-hmm. I'd love to roll a religion check. Yeah, in fact, both of you could roll religion checks. Oh, sorry, I, I, I thought you said Mel. Sorry, I, I said Rill, but both of you yeah. can, because this is a conversation. Fine. Ooh. Um, that's, that's actually an 18. Um, Rill, yeah, you haven't heard of it. Terpsichore would know that that was a dwarven name for the god more commonly known as the Merciful Dark. Hmm. Oh, oh, I kind of like, it leaps to my lips. It's the Merciful Dark. The god who died and started everything. Yeah. They... He died and they couldn't do anything. I... Yes, that's appropriate, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Let's go back to the sunlight. I'm not a fan of it, but even that's better than this. Rubble, we won for nothing. Yeah. And I think when, and when Terpsichore kind of catches up, to the other two, she started playing a tune that's just very bright. It's just like a, you know, the kind of thing that you start playing to cheer people up. Yeah, just cheerful, walking, lively. Make us all feel less like we've come out of a tomb. Yeah. Kind of tune. Yeah. You, you work your way back along the cramped mining tunnels. You, you take a little time to explore. Um, you don't find any more doors, you don't find any more kind of exits to ruins, just 
some dead ends. Um, there's a flooded shaft that you don't know how deep that goes. There's another large mined out chamber with shallow water across the base and more flowstone just dripping down the walls and stalactites from the ceiling. But you don't find anything. You don't find anything strange. You just find more extent of mines. So having done your exploring, having found something and left something, you make your way back to the new works and the dust still gently sifting down from the previous cave-in and you work your way back up to the sunlight. Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Full of emotions! <laughs>